Welcome to the Black Alert Podcast, your melanated reference for all things Star Trek across all four quadrants. I'm Tia, and today I'm joined by Dre, Reyna, and Shaniqua as we talk about Star Trek Discovery Season 4, Episode 5, called The Examples. The Examples is written by Kyle Jaro and directed by Lee Rose. And let's, I guess, let's get into it. Hey, y'all. How's everyone hey, doing y'all. today? Hey, everybody. I'm okay, considering I've got three uh, exposures in the last week. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I mean, we all good. And you know, that yeah. anxiety, you can channel it into talking about episode oh, five okay. of season four. I'm trying yeah. to bring it back in. I'm trying to bring it back in. Season four, episode five, The Examples. Very deep episode. I like it. Yeah, and I was getting all types of Voyager feels. Dre, you might know a Death Wish. USS Janeway. Wait, I'm just saying. That too, but also yeah. the 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 crux of it. Yeah. The, yeah, it was um it was that episode. Um it was also an episode in Voyager in season 6 or 7 where that crew had a similar situation where they conducted a rescue but it was a ship that was transporting prisoners. And it was kind of the same situation with, do these people deserve to be, you know, locked up? Is this, is what this society called justice, truly justice? Or is it moral? Or is this, you know, what we believe to be justice and morality? So it hit a lot of those same tones. Yes, and uh, I it also tests the audience in a way because you hear about the prisoners and you're like, yeah. You know, if your first instinct is, oh, they were terrible people, you know, I, I I can see why they left them behind without actually learning their backstory. Like Discovery tries to teach you that everyone has a story, regardless yep. of what it is. Yep. It also says it plays a little bit into our current society and what it is we have going on because. Ironically, I was thinking about this a few days before the episode even dropped, how we talk about, you know, redemption within our society and people being able to have a second chance. But at the same time, we have policies like if you commit a felony, you can't vote. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have it on your record that you went to to prison, it's it makes it harder for you to get a job. It is expensive for you to expunge a criminal record, especially if, you know, when you've done things as as a juvenile, it is extremely expensive to do so. So are we really giving people redemption? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's, it's, or do we, we say, serve their time and yet yeah, they, we don't penalized. allow them to become <laughs> citizens, exactly. Exactly. viable so, citizens, not just individuals that they claim are leeching off of the system but someone who wants to make a change in their life and deserves every right to do that and they're gonna everyone's gonna have you know pitfalls like (laughs) we're not we're not gods we're human beings and we need to get the stick out of our asses and stop putting judgments on people which i like this episode does you know we we see a lot of uh well then we we hear some of the the, this quote-unquote crimes of (laughs) the people that are in prison and it's like well someone who was trading counterfeit latinum 
They got life in prison. Sound like uh... someone who was counting cards. <laughs> life in prison. These are absolutely ridiculous <laughs> things to subject someone Stealing to. Stealing food because they were starving to feed their family. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, trying to feed a starving family. A, a, a joyride yeah. in a sandcopter. Oh, you know, like, like it was. I guess, I mean, that's act two where we, we find out what's going on with the prisoners there. But I guess we should give a little bit of backstory about where we are on at the start of this episode, which is we are still in the process of trying to figure out the DMA, uh, the background of the DNA. That's uh, DMA. That's one story with Stamets. Reno, who is back. Woo-hoo, we haven't yay. seen Reno all season. And here she, she's back again. And. Uh, episode five and her name is actually in the credits Tigna Tarl's name is in the credits so I I don't know if this means that she's back full time for the rest of the season or if she'll come and go kind of like how Michelle Yeoh did even though her name was in the the credits so we have that arc happening and we get to see someone from Ryza we haven't seen anyone from Ryza in disco so I think this was our first Ryzen yeah we gotta talk about him yeah, <laughs> we we are because I have a I have, I have a lot a bit of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, so have, I do too. So that's one arc, and then we have Michael trying to rescue an entire species whose planet is in the path or asteroid. I I can't I, I think they live on an asteroid. <laughs> yeah, it's they, like they an lived, asteroid. They lived on a series of asteroids. Yes, mm-hmm. their their land is their area is in the path of the DMA and they've been tasked, the Federation has been tasked with removing them and, and evacuating all of them, uh, which leads to them, the society saying they're not going to evacuate the prisoners. <laughs> Six of them, I believe. And they were Six. just going to let them die because they were, as the title suggests, the examples. And so those are our two major arcs of this episode. Should we should we go to DMA first and our oh, yeah. our rise about this DMA? I'm I'm not surprised that it's artificial, like not at all. Me neither. Travis and I talked about it last week, and I was like, Travis, I think this might not be natural. And what did they say? Because they kind of dropped hints about it possibly not being naturally occurring. When I sat back and thought about it, I was like, they kind of dropped hints. About this thing mm-hmm. throughout the the because the it doesn't season operate so exactly. It doesn't operate like a natural phenomena. Exactly. Yeah. And they've told us that in a few episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is definitely not a surprise. But what was an interesting part of that was to hear the the name drop of the you know the Iconians, the Q Continuum, and so all of these well known powerful species are what the federation is trying to figure out you know if they are the ones behind it it. (laughs) yeah who did it caretakers the metrons right now they're called was that the the scene or aka the other caretakers i think officially now they're whoever is responsible is unknown species 10c i was like okay saru so my question is, if it's man-made, and then we find out at the end of the episode where he's like, and it has to be from something that's extremely powerful because our ship couldn't even contain the energy of it. 
So I'm wondering, like I said, a few episodes back, and I, and I tweeted this out earlier, is there any possible that we could get Quajon back? Because if the DMA can appear and reappear, does that mean that we could possibly get the planet back? Or can it be reversed if it's man-made? What are y'all thoughts on that? Is it still the same that Quajon is gone, gone? I mean, there are, what's the original series species? Couldn't they undo it? I mean, they didn't get mentioned, but... Um. You know the which one I'm talking the about? Giant, the ones with the giant brains? No. And, oh. From the first Klingon episode. the They were the ones that were all powerful, but they wanted to see what would happen between the Federation and the Klingon. What were they called? I can't remember right now. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, goodness. They've been mentioned in other series. Uh, from Aaron of Mercy. And I can't think of what... Organians, the Organians, weren't they extremely powerful? Could they undo it? Because they were energy creatures. I, I, I'm just asking, just putting stuff out there. Quite possible. It's um, it's possible, but the way that Star Trek operates, I, I, I don't think they're gonna sit there and and undo do that. It. Right? Yeah. It's it's too much of a cop out. Like, we have not seen them retcon something like that that way. And I don't think they're going to start doing something like that now. I don't think they're going to retcon that. Um, They're pretty consistent with once someone's dead, they're dead. Once something is, is destroyed, it's destroyed. It's been a few instances, but not very many. What's that? Who who was brought back? Colbert. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, I look, look, this this, this that's that why I said that's why I said it's only been a few instances where it's where it's happened and they retconned something like that. Um, usually when that happens, we get them from the mirror universe, right? So, yeah. so and they haven't. But see, this is my thinking. Him. So this is my thinking, and I'm stuck on this. And I could totally be wrong, but y'all know how we do. We say something, and then guess what? It somehow ends up in the script. But remember, when Kovic was talking to Dr. Kolber, and he was saying, you're the only one. You have this um, savior complex, this survivor's guilt. And you feel guilty because you're the only one that survived. And so I just kind of feel like, wouldn't it be something if Quajon somehow was brought back and then Dr. Culver then has someone or some people that he can connect with that finally understand what it's like to be dead or to be gone and then brought back to life? Like, to me, that conversation between Dr. Kovic and Dr. Colbert was foreshadowing. And I could be wrong, y'all, but I just see, like, at the end of the season, we get Quajon back. But you know what? Let's just see what happens. Well, no, I can definitely buy the planet coming back, like, 100%. I can definitely buy the planet being reformed. Like, I'm not sure about the, the population returning, but I could see the planet coming back because but you are right though because i thought it was strange that cronenberg's character was randomly there with with colber because i don't remember them having any any interactions really 
And so right. it seemed strange to me that he was there talking to him in the first place. And I was like, well, you know, when he talked to Tilly, Tilly went away. So what's happening here? <laughs> what's Not happening they, here? They chill. He talked to Giorgio. Giorgio's gone. What's going on? No, don't be talking to no more of my crew because then they're going to be leaving. That's I why I'm trying to that. figure out what's happening. I need Wilson Cruz on, on deck. Mm-mm. No, no. It, it just, it made me... It made me just it wonder. It was strange. Like, it was definitely an interaction that made me sit up and pay attention to what was going on. Because it was unexpected. It was unexpected, but it hit on... It, it hit on some things that are probably happening to quite a few people right now, especially with this pandemic. We've seen plenty of people. You know, I had COVID, I survived. Because we've seen how many people have have you know not survived it survivor's um, guilt absolutely and so survivor's guilt is a hell of a thing um in terms of it foreshadowing it's completely possible I, i'm not saying that you're wrong Shaniqua, at all i i was just stating that it's it's not something star trek's known to do but they could say you know what we're gonna do it on this show because with disco they've been doing things that aren't quote unquote star trek so they conventional yeah exactly so they very 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 well may say we are gonna retcon this and we're gonna do it and we're gonna do it in a way that's actually believable and it's not some plot hole but i can see the angry tweets now they're like, what do you mean? Why did you do that? Oh, my God. I didn't, actually, I didn't actually get a chance to look at any of the reactions after I watched episode five. But I'd be curious to find out how folks viewed the rising character as well. And, I like and, I and the decision that Michael made. Because it is very different from some of the other ones that we've seen previous captains do when it comes to the topic of, of dying if you're leaving know. leaving someone behind yeah well it okay i i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this about i'm gonna start in on the rising guy i'm tired of the trope that the genius is either an arrogant asshole which we saw with this mm-hmm. guy or they're socially awkward and reclusive i like i'm tired of that being a thing with the they have questionable genius. morals. Yeah, or right, yeah, think, or they have questionable mm-hmm. morals, right? So those three tropes, I'm just so sick of seeing it. And I was hoping that with Star Trek, they would present us with a genius who would be outside of those three typical archetypes with, you know, that that type of of character. But they fell in line with it, and I just kind of, by the time, dude is asking for the potatoes and the I just kind of rolled my eyes like, all right, here, mm-hmm. here we go. Too much. Exactly. Yeah. And I wonder really... if it, well, I think it makes me wonder if that was because of uh, Stamets, who was introduced as an arrogant ass yeah. expert, right? And it well, makes, like, giving well, him a taste of his own medicine. I'm not, I, I agree with you. I, I am actually over, over this everywhere on every series. It's like this. Well, not just every series. It's kind of a trope in science fiction. Mm-hmm. It actually, not just science fiction. It's a trope in movies and TV in general. The mad genius or, you know, the arrogant genius. And 
they did introduce Stamets as, as that kind of character, and that's mm-hmm. why I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. I don't like him. And I also, they also present Adira in this fashion. I don't like them either. Mm-hmm. So these air these smart characters who are also arrogant, I, I I'm done. I don't I don't like that. Mm-hmm. It was interesting though at the end of the episode where we kind of see he has this this scar tissue on the back of his neck. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What's going on with the back of his yeah, neck? You know what it like he was like in the matrix look, or something. Look, I thought it was like a brand. I was like, what is it? A brand oh. or something? It like a scar. You know what it made me think of? Uh and I don't was know why, mind, but I was it the mind worm episode? No, no, no. The uh, oh. the uh, the space pet boys episode with oh, Travis. Jesus. Yes, remember they were hooked oh. up in the thing, and their yeah. brain power was what was fueling the ability to create things in the middle of nowhere to do the most powerful, ridiculous stuff ever. Is because yeah. of the their brains being hooked up to the supercomputer. I'm just it, saying, it Disco also loves their enterprise they references. <laughs> they do. They also, do. Also, it reminded me Invaders from Mars. I think it was the 80s uh, version where uh, the kid sees like the aliens land behind his house and nobody believes him. But then he realizes his teacher has like this scar on the back of her neck and she's got like a band aid and he's obsessed with like trying to figure it out. Come to find out, they've been, uh, my, you know, taken over by aliens and they're I that's the, the form of yeah but that's the form of mind control and they stick a thing in the back of the neck and i was like mm-hmm, there you go what is that what's that scar there tarka yeah. yeah so is it is it was that which comes to question was that actually really his personality or is, is it because yeah or is it because he's got something going on with him is he under some kind of manipulation can I say something? It's an aside. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but it just made me think of it. How a thousand years later and Ryza is still the pleasure planet? <laughs> 932 years we later, and Ryza is still where everyone goes to get laid. Okay? I, I applaud them for their consistency. For real, like, for real. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is what we do here. This is it. They the know party. who they are. It is yes. DMA or nothing. We don't care. We're just right? going to party. The burn happened. They were still getting it in. Right? <laughs> they said, oh, oh so y'all all going to come. It'll take you six months to fly here, but, you know. Don't worry it'll about it. It'll be worth it. it don't worry be. about it. it <laughs> even with the emerald chain, they were like, oh, we're still in business. We good. Don't worry about it. Come on I'm by. Sorry. You're going to be wrong being serious, but it just occurred to me that Ryza is still known as a pleasure planet all yep. these years later. And all right, Ryza. But so Tarka, <laughs> with the scar on the back of his neck, I thought it was a brand, honestly, like a burned brand, like what you do with uh, mm-hmm. cows or whatever. Like something that indicates he was captured at one point. Possibly. Because we know that, you know, the Ryzen's are, they just have the, uh, the blue thing on their foreheads. And I don't believe they have anything on their necks. And the camera wants us to focus on it. So yeah, it's like, some, look, yeah, there's, there's some something there. Thing. He's scratching it. Look at, look at. It was enough to like, throw Book off, which makes me think Book knows what it is. Yeah, Book is like, mm, I don't like you, dude. <laughs> he saw it and then it got a little awkward and it's like, okay, well, Book is well known. He's well traveled. Oh, yeah. In that space so it makes me wonder if he's seen that before 
someone else. Possibly. The book Maybe. is going through it, though. He is just... Mm. Do you all, did you all notice how he looked at Michael? <gasps> when she came back, when they both came back to the ship, Mm-hmm. And she left Felix because, of course, he wanted to be left. I was yeah. concerned with that look. I was like, okay, what was she supposed to do? Dra- drag him kicking and screaming? And that's oh, my issue. Michael. That's my issue with it. I'm like, of all the characters to take issue with this, how is an empath going to take issue with someone whose emotions he was probably able to sense how is he going to take issue with the man honoring the man's wish wishes? And she even said that she's like, what am I supposed to do? Not let him have his agency. Exactly. I'm supposed to go against his wishes and take him with us. He's already said like eight times. I don't want to go. I and resigned that I was going like to die here. Was him. I think that guilt yes. was like a huge is a huge theme in this particular episode because we've got Culber feeling guilty and uh-huh. then we have Felix feeling guilty because he's surviving all that. He said 30 years he had been dealing and holding on to this. And he said at this point, he was just tired. He was ready to go. So I just felt like, I wonder what the relationship between book and michael is going to be in the next episode i wonder if that look didn't mean anything and it's just going to be back to normal or are we going to start to see some problems between book and michael which quite frankly i don't want to have to see and i hope that that is not a a path that the writers (laughs) i well see i don't hate it because book is going through something serious and and what he's going through you lash out at people sometimes depending not everyone does but some people do and book was before they went down to the the asteroid to get the prisoners he explained to her that he wanted to make sure everyone made it off of that area that everyone lived because for him that was something his own planet couldn't get like everyone getting to live to be safely rescued and he relayed that to michael i i agree with michael let me let me say that much i agree i think she did the right thing there and i think maybe it's going to be the conflict between what michael does as captain michael burnham versus uh being the partner who understands and supports you in that kind of a cliche thing yes but i i i do think that the writers handle their relationship relatively well so i think it will be resolved there might be a little bit of uh, friction there at the start of the next episode but i don't think did everyone watch the trailer just not yet no so there's a there's a uh, a part in it where book is hurt while operating the the spore drive and so I don't know if that's going to be something that brings them back together, you know, that allowed them to bury the conflict that they have that that could be brewing based off of episode five. I don't know, but I, I don't see their conflict taking much more than like part of an episode if there is one. I, to be to be honest with you, I I was watching it and his reaction to this guy 
which I'm like, book, you're, I, I get it what it is you want, but this guy has made it clear he, he this isn't what he wants. He doesn't want to leave. And like I said, it just felt like they were a bit too heavy handed in his reaction. I get it. Like you said, he's grieving. Um, he's dealing with his own shit. But for an empath like him to be blinded and completely unsympathetic to what it is this man is dealing with and going through. Mm. Yeah. Out uh, of his I, character. And I get that he's not who he normally is in this situation, but even still, I'm just like, what? It just really, it just really was a head scratching moment. And it just kind of feels like that part was played up to, to create the drama in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, Dre. It, it, it's, it's a very weird way of showing conflict I, I would think that book would understand what it means to have agency and sovereignty over one's choices and, and emotions and he, you know Felix who the who is the prisoner the character I don't know if, which is awesome it was awesome seeing a, an indigenous or Native American very good looking man on the show um making the choice for himself after years of it being taken away from him. Mm-hmm. And also atoning for what he, you know, he, he literally said what he was doing. He's like, I'm atoning for what I've done. Yeah. I took Half away, finished. I took away the life of someone, not only the man, but of his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I took away her, her ancestry, her heritage from her, with the little with the little orb which yeah that is awesome that heritage tree we'll get to that but that was dope uh, can we he even said it i took away her past and i took away her, away future. her future yeah i was like so, oh yeah and i just um i just i just thought it was really good in terms of also hitting on because let's let's be real. We've had this issue before with our in our society with the whole, you know, assisted suicide or whatever. When people are like, I don't want to live anymore. It brought up that topic as well, because at the end of the day, if someone's ready to, to die. Who are we to say that they can't, mm-hmm. especially if they've been dealing with um, a long time, you know, injury or, or illness and they're not getting better um it's they're expensive they're in chronic pain. yeah it's, they're in chronic pain it's expensive you know for them to get treatment and all these different types of things so i'm like huh I, it it played and talked a little bit about that as well mm-hmm. and that's what i was another, saying about oh go ahead Another thing that I thought was interesting, and I'm glad that Raina brought it up, was that the character was Native. And so maybe, once again, reading too much into things, but I was thinking, okay, we have someone who's Native who is saying, I am my own person, this is my decision, and Michael was not going to force him to do something that he specifically asked he he didn't want done and so i felt that that to me was like a bigger picture we have someone that's saying you know what let me atone for my sins let me in some sort of small way 
correct my wrongs. And to me, if it was, we're going to force him to go, even though he didn't want to go with him being a person of color, it just would not have been a good look for the show. So I'm actually glad that he was able to make his own decision as to what he wanted to do with his life. Yeah, it was, it was good from that perspective for them to allow him to have his, his own agency, right? Because we all know the, the terrible history of Canada and the United States and Australia and a lot of these other countries that were colonized and how the indigenous population were subjected to genocide and all the other horrors. So to sit here and and force someone to say, well, we don't care what your desires are, you're coming anyway. Yeah, that absolutely would have been terrible when it was an indigenous person. Absolutely. You're mm-hmm. right. It was good they did that, Shaniqua. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying about the uh, the connection to Death Wish, where yeah. instead of making... So Michael said, <laughs> period, point blank, this person wants to die. That's it. Uh, yeah. Which shows uh, an evolution from the Voyager time in which Janeway had an entire trial <laughs> to determine if someone should be allowed to become mortal and die when they want to die. Ultimately, Janeway did choose in favor of Q, of Quinn was was his name in the episode. But it, she did so with the, oh, perhaps give give more, mortality a try. Yeah, you find that you might want to live. Yeah, they gave her a bit of a cop-out, I guess, that whole yeah. Tuvix episode. Uh, They're like, oh. Why are we back there? I'm just saying. Why does I'm Rose lead there? I'm just saying because it's Janeway and people use it as a cludge against her to say she's so terrible. And they did give us USS Janeway. But I mean, it, it relates. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> I rewinded. I, I played that three times. And did they just say that? And I saw, I heard Tapao and I was like, oh my like, gosh. Tapao, I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, we really are just like calling back these older characters, older in the sense of discovery characters, you know, like T'Pau from, from TOS, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Janeway USS from obviously Nog. Voyager. Yes. US, so like dis, disco is, is, is hitting the nostalgic feels, but I think they are showing that our captains, at least in, in the disco era, at least Michael Burnham is a bit more evolved than those that came yeah. for her. And I think yeah. that's great. And, it, and we've talked about this before, the little things of saying Awashikun instead of Owo, you know, allowing Felix to die when he wants to die. I think Michael's doing a hell of a job as captain. She is. And she found a way to get those prisoners to come with her, which I can't, I, I, mm, I want to talk about that so bad. <laughs> Look. Look at you. When she told that man, the magistrate, <laughs> she told him all. She said, "She did." Now you're going to be a refugee on someone else's planet, and I hope that they are, they treat you as fair as you. Unfortunately, that you didn't do here, or treat you yeah. as just. Like I was like, Ooh. I was like, she yeah. didn't have to do him like she that. Yes, she did. She did. Yes, she did. She had to check him because <laughs> she, she was like, him. "Hey, he was like." 
we're not we're not eating with the examples. And she was like, first of all, you own my shit. shit. You're on, my <laughs> shit. You're on a federation ship. You are now a subject of the federation. You follow you don't have a planet. Yes. You don't yes. you rule because you don't have a planet anymore. Yes. It's in the sun. It's in the sun. She was like, oh, you, you were nothing. the magistrate of the planet that just burnt up. destroyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, check yourself. Hey. She checked Jeff, him so hard. Say, I would look. I would. And you, but you know what though? Isn't it typical of us, a black woman, to check you and yes. tell you about yourself, but with poise and grace? Exactly. When you go, and when you're done, yes. and when we're done with you, you're gonna have a little bit of insight as well, and you're gonna have mm-hmm. something to think about. You're gonna be like, dang. Well, yeah, she Tabitha Browned him. It was very, <laughs> <laughs> very Tabitha Brown. Wow, Bless your heart, but your 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 planet is gone. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. God, God be with you. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. Because she and was she like, they it, are. She did it in the black leather too. I was just like, okay. Yes. All right, Michael. She was like, they are Federation. They're under the protection of the Federation now. And there is nothing you can do about it. I, and they I'm have everybody. I was literally sitting on my couch. I was watching it in the middle of the night because I was just up. And I said, I started yelling. I was like, she should have been the captain from the beginning. I think they do a great job of writing her as a diplomat as well as uh, F around and find out captain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's a fine line. And they sometimes she is all hope and diplomat. And we're going to do this the right way, the Starfleet way. And then there's times where she's like, try me if you want to. This was, yeah, this was one of those fuck around and you're going to find out. Like just her entire look, the way she was looking at him when she was saying it too, like. With a smile. Look, a little bit of shit. That is something at your earliest convenience. Look, that is, that is a top moment for prime universe Michael right there. Yeah. Yeah, Do you think this decision will affect her relationship with Book? Interesting that you said that because we actually talked about it and Damn. both Raina and I were like, why he react like that? That made zero sense. How you gonna have this empath be like, no, we shouldn't respect this person's wishes? What? Did you have I, a discerning opinion? Do you think you, it was... What you got to say, Marisha? Oh, you know, I'm always against unnecessary conf- unnecessary conflict with Michael. Yeah, that's what we felt like. like. Both, we're both like, this is unnecessary drama right here. Unnecessary. I can't have a work life and personal life drama because my work life affects my personal life. Yeah, it was very unnecessary for me. When, you know, vice versa, if you're putting relationships on the ship, our, our space dads, they're just working through it all, you know, and supporting and there for each other. But she gets this unnecessarily scary relationship drama where everybody is already traumatized and you just want to keep more stuff on it. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, space dads, um, Dr. Kober is going to need his own. He's going to need his own therapy. Mm-hmm. His own counselor. Because yes. yes. my man going through it. <laughs> he is working overtime He's, on this ship. 
I didn't even realize he was a counselor until he, he started is. filling that role. I was like, I thought he was just a regular sick bay doctor, okay. you know, no, yeah. not he, like he, a he Troy. He's doing both. <laughs> He's doing both at the same time. And in a very difficult time. I mean, and not to mention, you know, Kovic brings it up. He's like, you've barely dealt with your own, dealt with your own grief. Yeah. And you're taking on the entire crew and others, because now he's got to deal with these new individuals from the asteroid planet, okay, and try to make sure that everybody's okay. But it's like, bro, you ain't okay. You need to take a breath. Take some rest. Mm-hmm. Get, get yourself in a lavender bath. <laughs> if y'all got some CBD out in 32nd century space, that's what you need. <laughs> Relax yourself, please. I mean, with we being the way it is right now, do we really want to know what it would be like in the 32nd century? Yo. <laughs> mm. That's we, that good just, right there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, this new <laughs> weed ain't, oof. Any, any, anyway, back to... How you know, Dre? Smoke a bowl and go to the holiday and see what happens. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, we got some brownies over here for those who need to chill. The mushrooms, man. The mushrooms. Brownies. Uh, okay. Got your your weed, uh, your weed manufacturer. It's fun. Okay, they got a I grow- weed it replicator. Was, it, <laughs> it was grown on the fifth Coast. planet of the Sagaris <laughs> system. Matter of fact, no. Moon. <laughs> no, no, you know where it's at? It's in Saru's room. Cause he's oh, a that's it. <laughs> He be treating. He be taking care of those plants. Best weed. That's the best weed right there. Them that kelpian weed right there. Kelpian's <laughs> got that good, good. Got that good, good. That oh lord. What well, I wanted to mention, and Dre mentioned this earlier, and once again, I don't know what the writers' room is like, but I do find it interesting that. We're in the time, we're in a pandemic, and so many of us are stretched thin. Some of us have lost people of lost friends and families of our own. Some of us have had COVID and then survived, and we also have the survivor's guilt, which we touched on earlier. Some of us lost our jobs. Some of us had to take on extra shifts at work. It's just like we're currently in a time where everyone is just stretched so thin And then we're so busy taking care of everyone else, we forget about ourselves. And so that's what, that's another reason why Discovery is my Star Trek, because I feel like it is such a reflection of the times that we're in and also what we need to face as a people in the country that we live in, in the world that we live in. Because, you know, Colbert, Dr. Kovic was telling him, you know, look at everything that you've been through. You've been through so much. Take some time. And he's he's the doctor. He's the counselor. He's, you know, t- also taking care of Stamets, being there for him. And, and Adira. Being there, Adira. He's everything Great. to everyone. And even I tweeted, like, okay, who's his, who's his therapist? Who is his doctor? Who does Colbert go to? when he's having a rough day. And that's another reason why I really like, I really like the scenes in this episode where we get to see even more about Culber and not only what he's been through, but what he's currently facing. And I feel like it's a reflection of what 
we're going through right now as a society. It's funny that you say that because I actually tweeted about that. This entire season, that has actually been the B-plot. People coping and dealing with all types of different issues. The the burn and the scarcity mentality and loss. And so we've seen everyone dealing with something in, in some way. It's They've been talking a lot about mental health and it's very much relating to what we see going on in real life around us and they really hit on that quite a lot and it's actually been really really good in terms of how they're presenting it but just like Star Trek is great at doing it will set those parallels up you just have to pay attention to them and this past episode I finally caught on to it. I was like, huh, Tilly had her issues. Book is going through it. Cobra got his his stuff yeah. going on now. We had Detmer in third season. Yeah. They they've done it throughout the they've done it throughout the series, but it it feels like that this particular season they really hit on it like extra because of how many characters we see dealing with some sort of emotional or mental crisis. Oh, I think Trey just kind of summed it up. Um, how I know there was a, 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 a large discourse on why everyone went to Culver for treatment. Just because he's the doctor doesn't mean he's the therapist. So that was a, a large discussion. And for him, for them to back that saying, hey, he's trained to do this. And at the same point, he's still going through stuff, showing the the human facet, I think, is a big touch. Like, even though he's not sharing with everybody else, he, A, found the space to share with his partner and B, identified that, hey, I needed help. I'm not doing, I'm going to fail someone if I do not get help myself. And I think that is um, a lot of times that we... Uh, we as a culture, especially black women, we take a lot of time in helping other people. Oh, I gotta help my friend. I call my friend. I can't tell my friend about my bad day because they having a bad day. So I gotta, you know, be cheery and put my stuff on the back burner. So I think just telling people it's okay to take time for yourself is awesome. Yeah. And I I really uh and I talked with Travis about this <clears throat> in last week's episode. Where, you know, seeing Colbert of all people being the ship's counselor is very fitting for his character. But it's also fitting to Wilson in real life. I remember having him on the show and, you know, talking with him. That's just kind of his personality and his energy. So I was just really, really, you know, happy throughout this season to see Colbert is you know, ship's counselor, and that's what he's, that's what he's doing, because he decided that's additional duties that he wanted to take on. And if we remember, and I'm so glad you brought that up, Dre, very good point. If we remember when Wilson was on the show, what did he talk about? That there was strength in being emotional. And that was the main point that I took 
from our interview with him because I've always felt like me being emotional was a weakness, but he flipped it and was like, no, because you're truly showing yourself when you're being an emotional person. And so to me, him on the show, even when he was talking to Dr. Kovic and you could see the emotion in his face and he was tearing up. I thought it was great because on several reasons, because first of all, he's a person of color. Second of all, he's a man. And how many men are told, oh, don't show, don't show your emotions. It's not okay. You have to be tough. But him being a person of color, being a man and being the counselor, I like that he gets to cover all of those bases and we get this new character, this new experience for Star Trek. It's again, and you're right, it's being emotional is a certain authenticity to it, um, but it's also a vulnerability that a lot of us, especially people of color, have not been, we haven't been taught, we haven't been uh, allowed to show our emotions. And we've hit on this through, through, throughout the podcast that as people of color, we can only have so many emotions. We have to shrink ourselves when we're dealing in, in, with certain situations in our lives. We damn sure can't be too loud and angry. And if we are being loud, um, it better be a celebration. We better be happy because if we're being loud and angry, well, then we're threatening. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. So that's a very good point as well. Yeah, I think, like, especially this season, all the men have had strong emotions. Even mm -hmm. with our, uh, with, uh, what was it, Reese stepping up saying, hey, I have to go. I, I need to do this. Mm -hmm. Which disappointed that he didn't have more screen time, time in this episode. Yeah. That's yeah. what I to say. I got so excited. I was, I was like, like, finally yeah. we get to learn about Reese. Let's go. And it was off screen. <laughs> that was it. Okay, you told us about a hurricane that, that took away his family. Okay, but what else? I want to see what's, what's going on. I need more. We didn't and, even see and who part are the other people? On, look, I know there's other people on our ship other than yep. our favorites, but who are these other people on, you know, on the bridge crew? I was like, I want to know. Michael what said we don't do 24 hour shifts anymore. We got to start. We got to start cycling people through. That like, good we got Lieutenant Christopher is back. Hey, Christopher, how you doing? How you doing? We had, and you know, we had the people like hi. That's, that's been my issue with the short. I mean it. That's been my issue with these short seasons. I really wish that they had time. They had more episodes. I'm not saying do full 26 episode seasons. Streaming services aren't going to do that. Okay. But I think you can stretch it to exactly. I think you can stretch it to 12 or to or to 16 and you I'll still yeah, I'll totally take 16. I mean, every K-drama on Netflix is 16 episodes, essentially. Yeah, 16 <laughs> episodes. And trust me, they get through everything. All so the I, plots, the bi-plots. 
Yeah, I, I, I really just here. have like a fluff, like a filler, fluffy episode that involves us, Michael hanging out with her crew, or even just the crew doing things on their own, so we, get, we get to get know a them. Girls Day at Riza? like come on, oh, Girls Day at Riza. I get an episode <laughs> where the only time we speak to Michael is her saying, "Don't bother me, y'all have the con." <laughs> Did, wait a minute. Did Picard do that for an episode? Yes, that was a literal episode where Picard was like, carry on. And that's all you saw of him. <laughs> make it so. I don't care. Just make it so. Michael's like, I got it. I got to get my braids redone. So I'm going to be gone for like eight know, hours. Yes. Hey, I'll be eight hours. The bridge. <laughs> At least eight hours eight to get hours. your hair done. Taken out and put well, back in. So that's how you know. Them dot 20 keys is kind of bad. The first time the I've ever heard the word yeah. braids on a Star Trek. Yes. It took me forever to get that out of my braids. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone on Star Trek say braids. We have not. <laughs> It's such a small thing, but still. It would take forever to get something out of your braids. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just so nice. Like, it's so random and it's such a small thing, but it's like. But it's so relatable for. Yeah. Us as black black women. women Who watch the show. Anyone, any black person who wears like their hair (laughs) in braids or it's just. This season is awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, in all honesty, though, in general, it's difficult for us to get stuff out of our hair because it's like, wait a minute, how did this even happen? I mean, Michael's first <sighs> season probably was definitely hard to get something out of that, but I digress. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, Are we talking I about the bangs or that? I'm talking. Not, I'm talking that about press, whatever that, that silk was. Press. Whatever. No, the silk press was was fire. We're talking whatever, about it. whatever that helmet whatever that that was, thing was going that on that. for a season. Was that a frohawk? It was more like a floof. I don't know what it was. It was some kind of afro. Yeah, it was some kind of afro or something. I don't know. It's just it's like she went to prison and she was like, I my hair. <laughs> I don't even. She was like, I don't even try no more with that hair. It woke up like this, flat on the sides, tall in the in the middle. That's that's literally bedhead when you have an afro. She refused to pick it out, and no one noticed. All she did was, and okay, sorry. Um, every time she's lying down next to book in bed. I'm gonna need sister wear a bonnet because you keep I need a bonnet. Wait, 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 but there are two wigs. I'm Wilson. sure you know which That's one. What's her name. I think I called her not Iram in previous episodes. Not Iram. It's, yeah. Nilsen. it's Nelson. Nelson's wig needs to go. Just throw it out. It looked like it came from Amazon. No, correction. It looked like it came out of, came from Wish and nobody. I was gonna say you can't even get that from Amazon. That's a wish. That's a wish.com wig. Okay. Just let it's, <laughs> I mean, the part is right here, and her hairline is back here. I never <laughs> see someone. We talked about this in episode one, and people even tweeted about we it. We're like, about it. <laughs> this is bad. We're like, wait a minute. What is I've going on with this wig? I was like, hold on. 
how do you get the Michael treatment? <laughs> Let me Michael. tell you something. After the season premiere, I even saw some guys talking, tweeting about it. They were like, "What's up with this hair?" <laughs> this character. I was like, if the dudes are no "Yeah, if the dudes are noticing, you know it's bad." I'm just saying. <laughs> Come on, man. This is not the episode for that. This is not the episode for that. This is not what we're discussing. True. Oh, so let's next stop. discussion. Yeah, next let's topic. stop. Let, yeah, let's discussion on the future hair episode. And back to the examples. Examples oh, of shit hair. Two ninety nine. Anyway. <laughs> Buy one, get one free wig. <laughs> <laughs> Clearance rack wig. Okay. I'ma chill. I'ma chill. Oh, okay. So examples of that weave aside. Let's get back to the episode, the examples. You know that way it came from that box (laughs) in the back. That way it came from the box in the back of the beauty supply. What you mean? That's the one they only bring out in October for Halloween. Okay. And it didn't have a net on it either. It was just there in a packaging. The packaging didn't even have no name. I'm sorry. I'm it done. did have a name. It's, it's so bad. Blondie. It won't even catch on fire. It's like worse. <laughs> and, right, and she's right there near the, the fire. The kind, yeah. the kind of cheap hair you got to dip in water to make it stick together. Like on the cheap, yes. like this. Oh my dollar pack connect you, like, you put rollers on it and put it in the microwave. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. I'm Ooh. good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Hmm. The uh, continuing of the Zora. Um, um, it's not a plot. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Bringing up Zora. Michael is giving her all types of side eye and that turbo lift. Like, who is you? Why are you talking to me like this? Aren't you an AI? No. Aren't well, I have feelings, feelings now. She I has have feelings, feelings now. <laughs> and she just said it. She was like, "I have feelings now." Um. And it's a very recent development, as in it probably happened that day. So she had the quick, quick upraise and was like, "Oh, I, I feel this." So whatever you just said, it hurt. That yeah. was Michael. I, like, how I, can I, I get AI out of my I'm ship? Wait, yeah, but I'm waiting for her to get angry. I'm waiting for Zora to get angry and be like, "Y'all on this bullshit? I ain't doing a damn thing today. <laughs> I'm not working. That's it. I quit." I'll never do shit at work. <laughs> you said you want the gravity systems on? I'm turning them off. Goodbye. All replicators oh, offline. Y'all, can't get along? y'all gonna y'all get these rations. Y'all didn't get <laughs> like Zora. Life support is off. Oh no. Zora, Ooh. replicate me a filet mignon. You got filet mignon money? <laughs> <laughs> but we see, but you know, it's funny. Uh, we got the, the sneak peek for the next episode. And in the sneak peek for the next episode, Zora does take. I do not see this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I have yet to see. So can you tag me in in the chat? It's in the chat Before we even get to that. um, Oh, there it is. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah. She put it in there. You'll be looking. Don't be looking. Look, I'm stressed, all right? I I got a lot going on. (laughs) Do you need to see Dr. Coble too? Actually, I am seeing a therapist right now. Mm. I'm proud of you. Good. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and I'm, it's a black woman. Let's get where we need to be emotionally and mentally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
And I love that. Yeah, and I love that it's a black woman. Yeah. Mine too. Mine too. I mean, isn't it refreshing? Shanique just said there uh, a website. One of them is Therapy for Black Girls. Therapy for Black Girls. There's also um, BetterHelp.com. That's another website. I'm on the. Don't don't cut this. People need to, if they need help, they definitely have a resource for this. Yeah, and a lot of people need help. There's also you can also go on um, Psychology Today. But if you have health insurance, the the trick is making sure that it is covered because trying to afford therapy outside of insurance. Yes, it is very expensive. We're talking about hundreds of dollars an hour, an hour or, you know, like two, three hundred dollars a session. So if you have health insurance, try and make sure that this person is going to be covered through your health insurance. Also, there are a lot of nonprofit organizations in some of your cities, uh, hopefully, that have... Uh, licensed social workers and and clinical psychologists and psychiatrists that can help you know with your issues and and help you become a better person. Yeah. Also, check with your employer. A lot of uh, places have what's called an EAP employee assistance program, and usually they will cover a, a number of therapy sessions for free. Typically it's six to eight sessions. Uh, it's a benefit that a lot of people don't know about. So check with your employer as well. And sometimes you can meet a therapist that way, or they can, ref- once your sessions are up, they can refer you to someone. Awesome. Also check with your school. Yeah. my The local university has, at least my university, offered free therapy through an app that you download just as an option for the semester. So there are options out there. And if it's feeling a little bit tough, it's always good to find. And like I said, yeah, like I said, they've been hitting a lot on mental health throughout the series, but especially this this season. season, Yeah. Big thing um, surrounding all of that. And it's, it's, uh, it's needed. So I've seen some of you, some of our followers saying that they're having a hard time with things, anxiety, depression, grief. Um, we've all been there. Uh, it's okay to not be okay. Uh, but if you're tired to be of, of not being okay, or you're struggling with a neurodivergent issue, there is help and it's no shame in getting that help. Well said, Dre. Good talk. <laughs> We and have a, another your, yeah, huge this has, thing. This has been our public health PSA yes. announcement. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's another big thing that this episode also mentions at the end: hypergiant star. I think. Oh, Sparkle. the proto star. <laughs> no, familiar. No, this wasn't even a proto star. This was like beyond that. This was beyond. This was several suns. This is like a high, I was like a hyper giant star because a proto star is a is a is a young star, right? Yeah. It's a, it's it's kind of small, but a hyper a hyper giant star that's like several suns, three suns, yeah, several of them. It's several. I think they said it's. I think they said it three. 
or something like that. I don't think they threw out a number, but theoretically, actually, theoretically, I need to look this up. I'm kind of, I'm kind of into. We need, we need some of the uh, astronomy and the physics uh, major, astrophysicists. Yeah, astrophysicists any astrophysicists out there? Um, if you want to come on the show, I'll be more than happy to talk with you about this stuff. Hypergiant star. Hypergiant so, star. Okay, so I'm riding with book with the idea that this dude already knew this. The DMV was man-made. He just wanted the to know DMV. how it was. the DMV, the DMA. <laughs> you going to the DMV? All right. I mean, you know what? It is it, just soul crushing. As <laughs> that's what the was, DMA is doing. <laughs> yeah. The DMA was uh, man-made, and I love the speculations going around. Species eight four seven by two. Yeah, I said species eight four seven two right over here, and there's a reason why I'm saying that. We know they explain, come because I've been trying to figure out how you got fluidic space from here. I'm just saying, if they've come from fluidic space, who they're ta- they're advanced in some way. We don't know how far advanced they are. They could be going through different dimensions at this point. I like a couple of people talking about bring back the Borg, and I'm like, no. No, if no, it's the Borg, I'm the throwing Borg. It's something. definitely not Borg. Right, I'm throwing something if it is, because I'm like, huh? What? I saw that, and I was like, no. I completely dismissed that one. So and cool. I love everybody's I'm thoughts. I'm sticking with my and... Enterprise. I'm sorry, I'm sticking with Sphere it. Builders? I'm going to Sphere Builders. Space is mm-hmm. doing what, they, what happened every time that they showed up. It's, this is true, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and knock you. I just threw out Species 8472 because, you know. All the right. you, are, you and Travis are right. There are a lot of Voyager references lately. Yeah, a there are, there lot is. of Voyager references. Um, and, we, and we know we're going to see someone at some point. So. Who are we seeing? Who are we seeing? Who's here? Well, at this point, we have in um, Prodigy, we know we have Janeway, and we know we will get Chakotay. In Picard, we know we have Q, punk ass. And <laughs> How you going to say that about Q, but not, you know what, I'm going I'm to shut up. Do you know where <laughs> I'm about to go with this? <laughs> and um, look, look, we're not going to. <laughs> not yes, episode. Episode. Not enough hours we're not going that. there for this episode okay fine. Episode. <laughs> for this pin in that and um of course uh Guinan is coming back to Picard mm-hmm. we've already had a couple of visits on lower decks where they just throw people out <laughs> so it it stands to logic that at some point we're going to get a blast from the past with discovery in some yeah. shape form or fashion but wasn't it wasn't it interesting where Admiral Vance is like, it can't be the Q. There's been no contact with them in over 600 years. years. So that's, since that's Picard. Basically, like, yeah. Where did the Q go? So we already know Picard is going to get interesting with the Q. Yes, it uh. is. Because people were talking about that. They're like, wait a minute. Over 600 years of no car- contact. That's Picard era. And I was mm-hmm. like, what, what, are we, what are we about to see? What do they know in the writer's room on Disco that we don't know about season two and three? And we know it's, at some point, Discovery gets abandoned. Yep. From the yeah. short tracks from the first season. Yes. Short tracks. And, and Zora is there. Yeah, Zora remember is what alone. she said? She, didn't she say, I've been alone for, it was a few thousand years. 
She'd been alone for a long time. Her crew abandoned her. They just yes. disappeared. Yes. That's and what it was. Got... They disappeared. And that was sad. So how because... is Disco going to end? Don't. Mm-mm. Maybe Zora got too smart. Because she already smart. She coming with that mouth. But whatever. Yeah. Yo, she coming with the mouth. She coming with the emotions. No, but that. Ready for the I wonder She's what coming with be. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean. She's evolving very fast. Very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. A hundred thousand years of, of content can do that to a to a an AI though. <laughs> so, so, like, so we were like upload. Oh, she chose her name, Zora. Hmm. That's oh, what okay. you should have known. Right? It's like I, I watched Terminator last night. I'm like, mm, this is not good. <laughs> what was in season three when her voice changed? I was like, Yep, we're done here. <laughs> It's, it's not, t- you know, it doesn't sound robotic. It actually sounds like a it's person. It's breathy. Yeah. You're like, ooh. No, it ain't yes. breathy. It's like that movie. Her it's where she just sitting there. She sound like a whole ass person. you like, what's really, what's really going on? Look, let me hear some AI sound like that. I, I'm already just like, we got too much going on anyway, but. And that's it. That's we like know she can make her own body if she's so desired. <gasps> yes, she okay. can. Wait, and we have the technology on the ship. Yes, 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 we, we do. Are. But we, we saw her do it, right? Didn't we see her do it in, in the short trek? Yes, we did. She made a holographic body, but not an actual a physical animal. body, a corporeal yeah. body. But she could do it because look at what Cobra just did, did for, for Gray. Gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. But, I what mean, they about so, to do with wait, no. I'm but, just Gray, saying. but Gray was like a Jantara, like, I mean, they pronounce it differently on disco, whatever. Uh, it was like a Jantara consciousness transfer. This is like a, a program. I mean, I guess it would be similar to like the Cylons or something. <laughs> like you mean data be, downloaded into a, a corpse, essentially. Yeah. Data downloaded into an artificial neural net, like data. Hello. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. It. That could totally be way more refined, but more advanced point. than data too. Yeah, right? it would be way more refined. Yeah, and this is six hundred years after Picard, so after Doll. Yeah, after Doll, after uh, Doji, Doji, after Doji. after uh, Picard, also being yeah. artificial intelligence now. Yeah, yeah absolutely, the leaps and bounds um, advances with the mini dot with the mini. Dot 23 is the build body. They're so cute. They were so cute. cute. Anyway, um, can we get some dot 23 toys so or something like that? The I like haven't been heard of since the 25th century. 25th? Yeah, so after Picard. So whatever happens, maybe the, the, the result of what happens in the Picard Why series. They, cut ties or yeah. they leave humanity alone. We know it's time traveling shit just from the what yeah, we've heard it's, so far about it's, it. Well, from what we've seen, it's going to be a little timey-wimey with mm. what they do. Wibbly-wobbly. Yeah. Big ball of stuff. We get a board queen again. Again. Number three. We're going to get number three. Look, can we put the board down? We're done. Leave them women alone. But we definitely need to look out for the scar on homie's neck. Yeah. Um... This who is the creator of this anomaly? Let's see. Thanks to Saru. Oh, yeah, it's an interesting tip. balance between the two of them, right? Two people ranked the same. 
but they they work well together now so now yeah you know, i'm so i've said this i've been saying it i'm so happy saru is her is her um second in command number one yeah um, i'm i've it still I, goes to me the wrong way i love that their friendship is has evolved into what it is now. I think it's evolved. I think they have a way better understanding of each other, especially since Saru himself evolved. He thought he was gonna, he thought he was gonna die, but he was really evolving and the threat ganglia fell off and all that. Yeah, he a brand new dude. He's been a brand new dude since that happened. I, I love their relationship now, but that's just me. I think I it's can't better down with the Vulcan president. Oh, let me talk about that glance down and look back up. Let's have some. We know that. We know that. Like to go and meditate with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what you want to do, President. Meditate, all right. (laughs) And Michael, I love that Michael played Justin Thomas. I knew what it was when that T came. (laughs) She did look over to the side. Like, like, oh, really? And he was the only one that y'all got friendly. any type of food or beverage offered to him. I'm like, oh. Y'all friendly, friendly. Oh. I mean, she was like, damn, I'm Spock's sister. I don't even get this. Right? I, I'm, I'm a Navarran citizen. And I'm like I a whole citizen of your planet. Whatever, though. You know, okay, it's cool. Excuse it's me. Cool. Right. So just from <laughs> the minute long, we've, we've seen, well, some of us have seen the trailer for next week, uh, which indicates that Disco will be going inside the anomaly. Oh, that's and, always a great idea. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Terrible we'll things happen, it looks like, at least in the trailer. Uh, things will go sideways. A lot of destruction. Uh, we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that we see Book getting hurt while navigating the spore drive. So there is uh, there's a lot that's going to happen next week. Episode six. Episode six. So we're partially almost to the the midpoint of the season. Yeah, we're getting through this fast. Yeah, and I don't. Is there a break after episode six? Because no. So we're just gonna keep on trucking along. Keep on. Y'all really gonna take a a a break with ten episodes? I would I would throw stuff. I'm just saying. Uh, don't you dare! Just, you know, I thought maybe it'd be like a week break because of the don't holidays, you but anywhere. don't you uh, dare! Don't they better not? Uh, but I seem to recall there was a break during last season, right? Was there a break last season, like a week break? I don't we know. We were dealing with COVID. I don't really we recall. Need some, we need. Some, I, I know. The, the we, George we episode something. was okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, the thing is, so we have a high action episode coming next week. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll get some answers about the anomaly. It looks kind of like uh, that part, that episode of Voyager, where they were in part of space where there was absolutely nothing. And if you recall, that was a very emotional episode. And yes, uh, it was. So it makes me wonder if we're if we're going back to that pool. If we're especially since we're in a season of multiple Voyager references, Ooh. Delta Quadrant references. So it's about yeah. to go down. Um, also, Alpha Crew is back, so you know I need to know where they went. Did they well, go to Riza? Did they go to Riza? You know they've they been dropping the off the lithium, like you know Kirk dropping off kids. It's <laughs> you know what I'm finished. They've been slaying that D, so. You know. <laughs> 
Dilithium. You didn't say the big D. Say it with me. Dilithium. I mean, it's not always big D, but all right. Not everyone's made the same. So that's not everybody. Okay, don't let the cat What cats wear? That's we ain't got no cats. That's a, that's, a, that's a future episode as well. She is a queen. Um, <laughs> uh, shout outs. Do we have any shout outs? Shout outs uh, to our listeners as always. Um, we love, love your you. listenership. We love your interactions. We getting caught up on everything, you guys. <laughs> Literally. Life's been happening fast for the majority of us. Um, so thank you for your patience. Thank you uh, for we really appreciate us. you. Thank you for joining us. And please follow us tw- on Twitter at Black Alert Pod. Check out, check out the website, blackalertpodcast.com. Yes, shout out to, uh, to everyone out there. We made it to the end of 2021 almost. Uh, so I wish everyone well. Uh, For those who celebrate Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas. For those who don't, I wish you a a happy December and a happy new year. Let's try to go into 22. Kwanzaa. Hanukkah Uh, passed, I hope you enjoyed that. Yes, and for my fellow pagans, for my fellow pagans, happy Yule. That will be on the 21st of December. I forgot about that one. Hanukkah already passed, but. Joyous joyous Yule. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. And be safe and, out here. Because yeah. Omarion be out here just wild. Did we just say Omarosa. it was Omarosa? Omarosa. Oh, I feel so much. What Omarion do except for a bad dance? He Omika. don't deserve that slander. Omarosa. <laughs> and he's, we need to change it. COVID variant Omarosa. COVID COVID variant. Oprah. Omarion. No, Oprah doesn't deserve that slander either. Y'all better not put that on that queen. No, no, she sued the hell out of us. Look, no, but she, look, you get a COVID. You get a COVID. You get a COVID. You oh, COVID. No. Oh, I'm not trying to make an enemy out of Oprah. Okay, exactly. I do not want my entire life. <laughs> we got to cut that out. No, no, that. No, no, I don't no. want Oprah against the state. Right? Oh, no, we, we love Oprah. I don't need her coming after me. You know how heavy her wallet is? Yeah. <laughs> To just Look, give her everything. Her and Shonda Rhimes are about the only people I do not want to mess with. Okay? Exactly. Because Shonda no. Rhimes will put you on the blacklist and you end up like Katherine Heigl. Oh. Ooh. She did that to herself. She did. I know. But she, 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 uh, that, right? she said, oh yeah, okay. Same for <laughs> Isaiah, whatever his was it Isaiah Washington? Yep. Yep. Isaiah Washington. He did Patrick it to himself. Kennedy. He did it to himself. Well, he did it to himself. He did That's to what himself. I'm saying. That's not her fault. No, it's not. All right, y'all. Make I gotta, sure I gotta, I gotta go. Um, All right, peace. So let's, let's keep tracking. Just keep, just tracking. keep tracking. Just keep tracking. See y'all later, folks. Take care. Bye. Bye.